Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Live on this January 1st, 2022 broadcast. Welcome to Rosie on the House. Now entering our 34th year, being every Arizona homeowner's best friend. 10 o'clock hour, it is our third and final hour. The open home hour, open to you, the Arizona homeowner, whatever you want to talk about, your home, castle, or cabin. one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you if you'd like to join the conversation. Text questions can be sent to 411-923, or you can email us at info at rosieonthehouse.com. We've been talking in our 8 o'clock hour. We were, It was a carryover from last year because we didn't, <laughs> even though, uh, you know, Christmas is always on December 25th. It was a detail we missed putting it together, and it scheduled Farmer Greg as usual. So we rolled him over to January 1st. We had that 9 o'clock hour. We had Dr. Dean in talking about the history of good and bad neighbors in Arizona. And this hour, again, it's the open home hour, and we'll also be talking about laying out the home maintenance plan for 2022 making sure that we're keep keeping and maintaining our home in a working order. There's many times uh, people move and they get a lot of stuff done to sell the home and they get done and they're like, man, why didn't we do this when we lived here? It's so nice now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can tell you after remodeling homes in Arizona for 45 years, I can almost guarantee in the next four to six weeks, the little remodeling company will start getting phone calls from housewives that say, well, he tried to get this project done for Christmas and we ran out of time. And the last three steps still haven't got done or got done so hurriedly, we need to undo it and put it back together correctly. So that's one of the casualties of the holiday seasons. We get big number of phone calls in, um, July, August, people thinking ahead, knowing they've got guests coming for the holidays, starting projects that they want a commitment out of us. Can you be done by Christmas? And so a lot of you do-it-yourselfers tackle a project, maybe don't quite understand the depth or degree of subcontractor coordination or supply chain dilemmas that we had in particular this past year, and you get stuck with people arriving from the airport and you're, you've got fans blowing the paint dry. <laughs> Little projects that maybe didn't get done. Maybe if you have one of those, you could give us a ring at one 767 We'll help talk you through it. Now, it finally has turned a little cool. It's been a very more mild fall so far. Um, I, I have something y'all can all do this morning that will pay big dividends all year long. Cold generally seeks heat. If you walk around the outside walls of your house and put your hand on every electrical receptacle, you will feel a cool breeze blowing in that switch box or that electric receptacle. Put your hands around the door threshold, 
the door jams, the weather stripping, the window jams and weather stripping. You can literally feel the cold migrating into your home on these colder, cooler winter mornings. Well, folks, if cold seeks warm, what do you think is happening in the summer? Every place that cold is seeping into your home this winter is going to be seeping out of your home this summer. So this is an excellent opportunity to kind of take an assessment of how tight your home can be. And it really just takes the palm of your hand and a couple of minutes walking around and just taking note of what areas. If you've got an electrical receptacle that is in the same wall cavity, if, if it's a framed home, and you have an outdoor receptacle and an indoor receptacle in the same cavity, it is a direct link. It is a direct bridge, the outside to the inside. And you'll literally catch drafts by just putting your hand on the face of that electrical junction box. Those electrical trim plates can all be removed. You could get a little expanding foam, seal those up, a little caulk, seal them up. And if you would do that on every electrical receptacle that's located on an outside wall of your home, it would be the equivalent of closing one open window. And in July and August, with your air conditioning going, would you ever deliberately leave one window wide open? Well, that's what you're doing if you haven't sealed up those electrical J-boxes all the way around the outside of your house. So that's one thing you could do today. Kind of take note. The repairs for it are very simple. It's not expensive, and it will pay you dividends from the day you get it done. That's just one example. And the first example in our article talks about changing air filters. And I only brought this up because Dr. Dean had a very interesting story about an air filter that hadn't been changed in so long. It created what to happen? It created ice on top of the air conditioning unit on top of the roof of the house in May. Because it was sucking air so hard because the air filter was so clogged up and dirty Mm -hmm. that it froze the pump in May. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, this wasn't at your house. This is someone you heard the story, right? We we witnessed this. Uh, And and literally, the air conditioning guys are out there with a hose and chipping the ice off. Uh, So that was a pretty expensive uh, phone call to come and change the filter. Defrost. (laughs) Come come defrost our our evaporative coil. And a good air filter should still cost you less than five bucks a month Mm -hmm. to replace that. Every time you do your electric bill change... That air filter, we change the oil in our vehicles, but we don't think to change the air filters in our mechanical unit. And if you think about it, your air conditioning unit works a lot longer day in and day out than your vehicle engine, unless you're, you know, like a truck driver, somebody that spends 12 hours on the road a day. I I had a real quick question about the, the outlet things. What about the penetrations that come into the house for cable? Uh, same is true. Uh, at, at any penetration. Yeah. So, because uh, I know, like in our house, there's several places where the cables are run in the attic, but then they pop out and then through the wall somewhere. Uh, and so that would be another place that we could check. Oh, absolutely. 
in any plumbing penetration, but the electrical receptacles are the one that's most often overlooked. People just don't comprehend the bridge those make through the insulation. And and I know there's people walking around homes right now putting their hand in, wow, holy cow. And all of that that's coming in right now is going to be going out when you've got your air conditioner fired up this summer. And I don't live in a home that has a heat pump for heating anymore. You know, our switch is over to gas during the winter time. And so I don't know, was this morning cold enough that the hot, the, the air oh, yeah. coming out of the register felt cold? Well, I, I think when I got in my car this morning, it was like 46 degrees. So your house, not quite. Your, your, house, your house is going to be, your house ther- thermostats could be set something above 46 degrees, I think. And I've seen anywhere from like 30 to 28 degrees is supposed to be tomorrow night's low. We could so see a freeze, a, that's right. If you're in a home that uses an electric heat pump to heat your home, it's going to feel cold tomorrow morning. Now that air is still, you know what, 90 degrees, but your body temperature is hotter than that, so it's cooler than your body, so it feels like cold air coming out. It's not that's just how hot an electric heat pump can pump. Once the sun comes up, it'll kick in, but those yeah. those real cold mornings, there's about eight to, you know, six to eight hours that it feels a little nippy. It's a big question we get from newcomers because they're used to a gas furnace that's generating airflow of 110, 115 degrees. And when it comes on, you can feel it while you read the newspaper at the breakfast table, kind of warm air kind of hit the back of your neck. Well, with a heat pump, it's going to be below your body temperature, so it's going to feel like a cool breeze. Mm -hmm. But it is actually working to keep your home at that desired temperature of whatever you keep it at, 76, 78, or whatever. But it is not that warm air you may be accustomed to. So let's. So, no need to alarm or start calling. You know, wait. If it's noon and it's still cold, well, okay, maybe time to make a call. But early in the morning, just. Especially another, cold, wet mornings. Another, uh, another blanket or sweater and another cup of coffee and, you know, wait it out a little bit. When, when I ask my air conditioning experts to explain air conditioning, uh, they they basically just tell you, look, it, it's the removal of heat, okay? And a heat pump just reverses the air conditioner. So on cold, wet mornings, your heat pump is trying to collect all the warm, dry air it can find outside and move it into your home. And when it's 30 degrees after a little winter rain like we had, there isn't enough warm air, not enough warm ingredients to the atmosphere for that heat pump to move warm air inside. So that's one of the challenges of a heat pump. That's why when I'm shopping homes, it's like the third thing on my list. It's got to be masonry. It, it can't have a backyard facing the west. And it's got to be dual energy. Those are like just three. One, two, and three. And I don't ever want to be located on a T intersection where headlights are blaring into my uh, front front of the house as people are coming up to stop signs. So those are four of my real high criteria buying objectives. But it doesn't matter. I haven't bought a home in 40 years. <laughs>
you've heard us talking about this before. And it's a new electronic way to help digitally maintain and uh, track items in your home. It's the Homezada app. It's actually something we started to design. And we were looking at, okay, how do we find the right team to build this uh, this, this code for for this, this type of, uh, you know, computer brain to help your home. But <clears throat> randomly, there is a app that already existed for that that found us while we were searching for it. And after looking at it, we said, well, this is everything we're going to create. We'll just license it for the state of Arizona and we can start using it today. And we started in 2007. I think to, as of today, there's several thousand of our listeners that have signed up for it. And there's two levels of service. There's the free service. And what this allows you to do is inventory your home. And you go through and take pictures of your items that are in your home with their value. And that's your you know, backup for insurance or um, you know, for burglary or fire loss or you know, whatever the case, you've got a, and, and the ability to download it from you know, the cloud. So anywhere you have internet access, you know, we keep a download hard copy on our files and then you can even print out that download so you've got a paper backup as well for triple redundance uh, should you need it. And that is the free aspect. If you upgrade to the premium service, it's $5 a month, $60 a year. You use promo code ROSIE, and that drops it down to $45 a year. And what this unlocks is the home maintenance aspect of it, where, you know, there's a lot of things that will make an assumption about your home. You know, air conditioning are universal, so air filters are universal. Everyone's got a kitchen sink. Uh, but then there's homes that may not have a pool, may not have ice makers. So you, it allows you to then customize to your home maintenance items, whether it's reoccurring or one-offs that just need to be done. You know, is it recurring monthly, annually, biannually, once every five years, once every 30 years for a new roof? And it'll also help uh, you budget and project the cost that it's going to take to get this project done. As data is entered from your neighborhood, from other neighbors using the app, it will use that information you know, it doesn't share any personal data. <clears throat> it just uses the financial data to show you, you know, in your neighborhood, here's what the average roof uh, per square, 10 by 10 foot section of roof costs to get repaired. Here's the size of your roof because you've entered it. So it, it helps you project your finances. And then the finance side of it also, it, it helps with the home equity and the estimated value of your home. So you can see, all right, over the next X amount, or let's just take next year, over 2022, here's everything that it's scheduled for maintenance on my home. Here's how much the projected equity is in it. So you can either decide, okay, am I going to use equity to get these done? Do I have the cash savings to get these done? Or do I need to look at which one of these services have financing? You know, 20 years ago, I don't ever remember roofers offering finance. You know, every roofer and air conditioning, and it seems like any ticket item over about 10000 maybe even less than that, offers financing. You know, water upgrade packages. You can get a new water heater, water softener, and uh, tankless water heater. You know, those packages you can finance. Oh, yeah. So 
some of them, you know, depending on interest, you know, may not be the right for you. It may be better to use your home equity, but this helps you decide which one of these revenue streams am I going to use to get this maintenance done on my home. Now, just because it's projected, you know, you may not need it that year. You you may you get two or three more it. years out of that yeah. that water heater that's, you know, kind of on its last leg, but being aware that that's a project coming up and not being blindsided by it, um, this helps you stay on top of those. You know, you do see a lot of commercials for uh, home warranties that you pay a certain amount, and if something breaks, well, there's a argument for some of those, but in a lot of cases, you can't decide who they send out. A lot of times, it's a salesman that he makes his living based on how much he can sell you for. So you're you're getting sold a goods and services that you may not otherwise need. Absolutely. I, I tell people to think of it as a Carfax for your home. And once you get registered, you could start putting in the model number of your water heater, your appliances, your air conditioner. And at the point one of those pieces of equipment requires service, you could actually just access it, call the Rosie Certified Service Provider and say, hey, I've got a 13-year-old train unit, model number such, 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 and such, and I'm experiencing this dilemma right now. Well, now you've instantly put that service technician miles ahead of the information he has, even before he ever shows up at your house. So one of the things I've got on my plan for 2022 is I want to develop a plan for what is it going to take to own a Rosie certified home. And I think home auto registration will be probably one of the first or second step necessary. And then a whole house energy audit will be the other first or second step. And that energy audit can be tracked in that home Absolutely. maintenance and all the projects that that energy audit would suggest. You can create those projects individually and schedule those uh, and plan those through the projects app that comes with the premium subscription. And you mentioned Carfax. The difference between this and Carfax is very few vehicles, the older they get, increase value. Well, homes, you know, almost they, we did have dips here and there, but over a course of time, a home value always goes up because your property value in real estate goes up. So it's it's a lot more than just a Carfax. So you can go rosyonthehouse.com slash app to get started. Use promo code Rosie for that discount. Happy New Year. to get high centered on the app you know we could spend all broadcast every broadcast talking about the benefits of this and how it can help your home but two things one if for every premium user you can manage up to three properties so if you've got parents that are aging in place and you'd like to keep track of you know tasks and things that you need to do to help them keep their home up to date and you can schedule um and assign projects to different people and you'll get push notifications to your phone. Hey, reminder, change mom and dad's air filter, uh, mow their grass, and uh, check their garbage disposal this week. Monthly, you get a monthly report on all of your tasks uh, that you've completed and the percent complete you are in each of the areas of your home broken down from finances to inventory, maintenance projects. 
and then you can set your alerts. And then over the course of time, you're talking about, you know, a Rosie on the House certified home. I really think once this catches on and becomes much more mainstream and we've got all these records and data and you can tell how well a home is maintained, um, people will forego home inspections based on the home's auto score and ratings and information that's tracked there in a, you know, pinch situation right now where it's a buying frenzy. <laughs> they'll, they'll be much more easily, uh, you know, easy to, to bypass a home inspection, but it's also probably going to change the lending aspect of a home as well, where you can prove how well the condition of a home is. Um, it's going to, lenders are going to be a lot more likely and to, lend on a 50-year-old home that on a 30-year loan that you can show has been regularly mm-hmm. maintained so we're pretty excited about it have been for a long time would like to see some increased participation in it for your sake the arizona homeowner we're talking today about planned maintenance gary d what what plan project you got around the domingue uh plantation well, uh after I injured my knee before Christmas, it was uh, to change the lighting in the kitchen, actually. Okay. Uh, the um, fluorescent lights. Uh, what, what do you call the, yeah. the power? Yeah. I had to change it. Got to get rid of it. So we're going to go LED with it. Okay. Very nice. Okay. Very, that'll really update. You know, and you're in one of those classic uh, uh, 60s, 70s, good bones, great home. Yeah. It's, it's a uh, block house. The ones that you said, if you would have thought about it 25 years, 50 years ago, you would have bought 25 of those and rented them out. Oh, (laughs) oh, man. I wish I owned 100 of them. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, I love my house. It's great. So uh, people always ask me, Rosie, what have you got planned this year? I never say. I never answer that question. Chicken. Yeah, I, that's exactly Wait, right. Chicken. So you never were trying to trick me the whole time. Uh huh. You never know. Darn you it. never know what trip is going to be interfered by some project. Now, memories I, I are can much. Tell you my memories and adventure. Plans. Yes, memories <laughs> and adventure are number one at our house, and I have to say, you know, memories are worth a whole lot. I could I could tell you my travel plans for the next four months. I can't tell you one thing I'm going to do around my house. But we're here for you, the Arizona homeowner. If you would like to share your project, questions, or concerns. We'd love to help you out any way we can. Dr. Dean, what's, uh, what's your sweetheart got on your uh, to-do list this year? Oh, the, You can plead the fifth, too. The, the <laughs> list is long. Uh, I th- for us, I think we've, we've really had a big uh, struggle with trying to get our back patio and our backyard much more livable, usable space year-round. Uh, and so we've been some haphazard with some planting and some things, but we really probably are going to try to focus on that. Um, that way we can use the spaces much more, extend our spring, use it during the summertime for entertaining, all those things. And so that's that's where I think we are in agreement our biggest effort should be. We've done a lot of projects in the last couple of years with a new roof, painting the house. Uh, we've been working on some termite uh, mitigation and things. So we're front of the house and things are looking pretty good and we've got a uh, longer term kitchen work to do but for the most part our house is good bones now do you work on your hot rod in the garage or in the living room um well in the garage but uh, the garage doubles as storage for a lot of other stuff and so it's cramped in there and so when i don't have time on in the garage for a while 
it just seems to fill up with other stuff. Oh, amen. And then I have to do a project to just clean the garage. To get back to, to the, get hot back to the hot yeah. Yeah. So that's that's always a challenge. And I really need to do a paving project on the side of my house. It's dirt currently between the house and the property line. I really need to pave that so that I can then put a shade cover on it and do more work there so the garage becomes shop space. Car space is under a cover on the side of the house. And I would tell you, for a hard surface there, I would tell you to really seriously consider pavers. I, I thought about pavers because per square inch, they do hold uh, more weight uh, bearing on them than concrete. I listened to that show too. Um, but the uh, problem is, is that running a creeper on it or rolling uh, okay. things with, with right. wheels, the cracks and those things. And so... Uh, two expansion joints and a and a, uh, a drain with a gentle drain in the middle of it so the water runoff isn't going into the neighbor's yard or down the driveway into a, a drain in the center is kind of what my idea is there. But i got to get the right con- con- so, contractor out there. So am I hearing project number one for 2022 is a hot rod washing facility? Is that uh, what it is? Well, just a working place. But the project number one is really more of the patio kind of things because right, uh, we store our bikes on the patio and, and it starts to fill up with uh, gardening things and stuff. And so we need to do a better job of managing the rest of the yard to handle those things so the living space of the patio works out better. That'll make Mama Bear much happier. Okay, well, um, that's then, critical. Then I can do hot rod space things. When do Christmas decorations come down at your house? Um, well, there's 360 days to the next Christmas, and there's already people with lights up on our street already. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, we usually try to get ours down um, uh, by about the week after New Year's. Okay. Um, uh, our neighbor keeps theirs up year-round. They just don't turn them on. Okay. You know, so we don't have a homeowners association where uh, we live, okay. which is another requirement of a home when we buy. We no buy. HOA. No HOA. Uh, we're, we'll take a chance on the wacky color houses. Uh, <laughs> that has more personality. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I have found that uh, our messy neighbor has deterred new neighbors from coming in. So that was... Uh, what used to bother me, I'm like, he's actually helping us. <laughs> helping <laughs> Cause, you stay cause, rural. Because, yeah, we moved out here to not be in a crowded city. And, uh, you know, as as Arizona does, it's expanding out our way. And he's kind of kept our street a little uh, a little quieter than the rest of the neighborhood as it relates to new growth. <laughs> we try to keep our yard up, but between my several Corvairs and a trailer in the front yard and my neighbor's got... Uh, two boats and a camper and three trucks and the people across the street have about seven vehicles. Oh my goodness. You know, uh, our neighborhood is active. Okay. But it, people always think there's a party going on in this that's just That's just the constant just, state. Just the constant state. And so I don't think it's a deterrent. In fact, we try to check in with our neighbors, again, being neighborly, saying, hey, this is what we're doing. This is why this is here. I'm sorry about this. And most everybody's pretty understanding about, you know, a car sitting there for a little while being worked on or or something like that. So, uh, we, I, I was surprised. We've had a very blessed holiday season. All the kids came in. All the grandchildren came in. Our house was like Grand Central Station, coming and going and coming and going. And I had to go run a little errand the other day. Jennifer, I was shocked beyond words. I get, everything was down. The tree was gone. The stockings were gone. Oh, the Christmas stuff. I mean, it's like, wow. <laughs> well, I had all my grandkids there, and I was like, oh, okay, I got lots of worker bees. Let's let's go ahead and get her done. We have more company coming in tomorrow, so I had a window there. 
But both of you guys kind of referred to good neighbor things there. You know, we let our neighbors know we'd have extra cars and extra traffic. And um, and then you were talking, Dr. Dean, about, you know, trying to be careful how you drain your things. So good neighbors you guys are. We try, we try to be. And, and, and that's part of, part of that is because we have good neighbors. So we want to be a good neighbor because we have good neighbors. And on the topic of planning projects, we talked a little bit about just a couple of the things you can do right now in looking forward to 2022 and projects you might have on your calendar, on your to-do list. Uh, know this. Uh, depending on what you're contemplating getting done, you may want to call the suppliers of whatever materials will be involved in that project. If you're contemplating tackling a bathroom remodel or a kitchen remodel or some flooring change out or whatever it is, before you get too far down the planning stage, take a look at your selections and see what the wait time might be on any of those items. That is now one of the most particular and important things that we have to deal with when we're meeting homeowners, addressing what remodeling project they'd like to consider. Because you could actually, in a certain category of appliances, there are luxury appliance manufacturers that on certain models will tell you, we can't even give you a delivery date on that model until September. Not that we'll deliver it in September, but we can't even give you a delivery date on that model until September. So proceed with caution, ask a lot of questions, and if you're contemplating a remodel and you're, you're, you're kind of putting your wish list together, I will tell you this. Let's just take a kitchen or a bath remodel because they tend to be some of the most popular projects most homeowners do, is when you're shopping at the showrooms and the wholesalers for your toilet and your tub and your shower head and your plumbing faucets and your sinks and your countertops and your cabinets, ask those showrooms for names of contractors they've dealt with for a long time because the, the showroom isn't going to give you the name of anyone that doesn't pay their bills. You understand? So that's a very secret behind-the-scenes way to filter what contractors you're going to talk to about getting the job done. I was extremely distressed in a phone call two weeks ago about a contractor that's been in business for 40 years. And the Registrar of Contractors is right down in the middle of his drawers right now because he's collected security deposits and start deposits for jobs he hasn't even ordered the materials for. And this is somebody that's been around a long, long time. So we're going to see that. Most people, when, they're, when things are this busy, and I mean things are busy, is when most remodeling contractors fail in business. Because most remodeling contractors are great tradespeople. They're great with their hands. And they can tackle one or two projects done at a time. And because they're so good at it, at making their customers happy and turning out a fine product, that their reputation grows. And now they're being asked to complete not one or two at a time, 
but maybe four or five at a time. But they haven't learned the subcontractor management skills, the money management skills, or the time discipline skills to effectively do that. And more remodelers go out of business in busy times than go out of business in slow times. So as we continue this heated pace of activity, be careful in planning your remodeling project for 2022. Twenty twenty-two, here we come, baby. If you don't have a plan on what to do with your Christmas tree, we're going to share this link here momentarily to uh, article KTAR.com put out on locations in the Phoenix metro area, uh, broken down by city that you can take it. You know, Apache Junction, Buckeye, and <clears throat> the times are different, the locations are different. Um, you know, some places it's just on Sunday they're picking up, other places like. <clears throat> A to Z equipment you can drop off any time that they're open between now and next weekend. Uh, they are closed today and tomorrow. <clears throat> there is, at Tempe, it's just straight at the city composting yard, so they're going to go right into the chipper, uh, get composted and put out as mulch you know, somewhere locally. Surprise has a few drop-offs, so we'll share that on our uh, social media Facebook, Twitter, uh, you can find the link there or search it on KTAR.com. We've always got, we live in an area where you can burn, so we've got Dad's Christmas tree, the office Christmas tree, and our Christmas tree. We're going to, we usually do it on, as part of our New Year's celebration, but being as we were live this Saturday morning, and I'm not a late night owl anyway, uh, we'll do our bonfire tonight. You'll be able to see it in the western sky. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's wet enough, you know. Uh, right, right, right. And put it right in the middle of the arena, right? <laughs> hey, yeah, I got a question. Does Arizona Game and Fish collect Christmas trees for some of the lakes to build habitat? Uh, them not, big bass? You, know, you know what, Gary? Uh, there was a time they did. Okay. Um, uh, but now they've gone to artificial structures that last longer, and they actually put work crews and volunteer crews together to build them on the boat ramps, and then Fish and Game comes in with their placement boats and places them in place, made out of PVC and flexible tubing and stuff like that. So I don't know that they're currently taking Christmas trees for that anymore. They used to bind them all together and throw them in. As long as I throw the lure in there and I'm catching fish, I don't mind. That's right. You don't mind, yeah. what, you don't mind what their artificial reef looks like, right? <laughs> no, no. Uh, Dr. D, can't thank you enough for coming in today and talking through good and bad neighbors uh, throughout the history of the great state of Arizona. Pleasure to be here. And happy New Year to you and your listeners. Uh, it's going to be a great year and I'm going away with uh, things to do around my house. Yeah. We, we've got a uh, – Jennifer, what was that call from the one woman uh, just a few minutes ago? Oh, Miss Stephanie called just to comment on the neighborhood hour, uh, just good neighbor hour, how much she enjoyed the, the conversation. She had been here uh, probably – sound like the 50s. They had moved into – originally into a John F. Long home, oh. moved away, came back to Arizona, settled up uh, Scottsdale Way, and they have just worked hard to make sure that they – have known their neighbors, met their neighbors. They know 95% of the neighbors, and they hold block watch, uh, block parties. Well, 95%, as we were seeing from the Pew Research Center, is well above what the average is 
for urban residents who only know 24% of the neighbors. Get out there and get to know your neighbors. Throw a, throw a little uh, coffee party one morning or a brunch party one afternoon and get to know a couple of your folks. That's our tip for 2022. Get to know your neighbors. And we spent a lot of time this hour talking about the digital app at Holmes Auto. You can start at rosieonthehouse.com slash app. Another little more old school way that you can keep up with your home maintenance is get a Rosie on the House home maintenance calendar. If you're not already on the mailing list to receive one, you, uh, you can just let us know the address you would like us to mail it to. And every 200th new uh, request we get triggers the, the next mail delivery. And then you'll just be on that list. And every December, this will come to your mailbox. It gives you a preview of what we're talking about each month. It gives you an idea of what we're talking about, the outdoor living hour, what we're going to be covering as your weekly to-do and the open home hour. Um, and then it also has promotional offerings by our certified partners. Like this uh, week, Fox Valley Electric and Solar is offering 10% off their generator packages with 0% financing, a great option, especially for rural communities um, that, you know, if you've ever been in an issue with power surges here or there uh great great option uh it's something we actually are working on putting on at our house and then at the very back it's our updated list of our certified home uh contractors and service providers to take care of your home castle or cabin if you're not a do-it-yourselfer the project is a little bit more than than you can handle everyone here has been in business locally for at least five years licensed bonded insured They've signed a code of ethics and a complaint resolution policy. Should you ever have a problem with one of them, there's a written plan on how they have are contractually obligated to correct the problem. So it's the best local resource for maintaining your home castle or cabin. And then if you sign up for the digital app, you can track all these projects and maintenance items digitally. And you can record who was on site to do the work. The technician's name, uh, the brand, uh, you can upload copies of the warranty and, you know, have it all stored there for future use and reference. 2022, we got one for you, buddy. <laughs> Let's pay attention to our neighbors. Let's pay attention to our house. Let's pay attention to the great state we live in of Arizona. And let's all become that good neighbor. Even if you've got a complicated neighbor, set, set, break the pattern, set the stage for introducing them to the concept of becoming a good neighbor. We'll be talking about neighbors the whole month of January. Hope you'll join us next Saturday. As always, we'll be here for you, the Arizona homeowner.